Welcome to the Stripped Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare-naked ladies. That's right, whether strong or feeble, from bank job to angry people, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Ooh, fucking slant rhymes. <laughs> what? What's wrong with a slant rhyme? <laughs> All I want to do is brush his teeth. It's my co-host, Evan. Ding, 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 ding. I have a secret that just won't keep. All I want to do is brush his teeth. It's my co-host, Saker. We just want to... It's like one of those things where you you like someone yes. and... And you don't know if they you don't think they like you back, but they secretly like you and think that they don't you don't like them back. Right. I think we just matched on Tinder. We just yeah. we swiped on Thank each other. God, there are algorithms to bring us together. <laughs> I mean, there was no other line to choose in the song besides all I want to do is brush, brush your teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, speaking of one like weird shit like that, yeah. like what is the weirdest thing you've wanted to do for someone non sexual, non sexual, like or creepy that you wanted to do for someone that you were like in a relationship with. What's the weirdest thing you or wanted to do like, for them? Yeah, I for understand. Them. Yeah. Like brush like, their teeth. Yeah, like nothing, nothing. Like, I mean, it's creepy in the context of this song. Yeah, it sure is. And wanting to brush someone's <laughs> teeth is creepy, but like, do you have something like that? Like someone you're I in love with? You, go, you tell me because your, like, you, you came loaded. I can tell when you're. you're well, prepped. I mean, when you're. No, I, I actually didn't didn't have one. Go ahead, I go just, ahead, Evan, with your your big ideas. We know you have something up your sleeve. I don't like when you, when you're in love, you. You've got all those chemicals. Like yeah. it's it's you're on some sort of weird high for a lot. And I just remember dating my current partner when we were dating. It was just like I was obsessed with him for, yeah. and, and that's just sort of how it is for like a month or two before right. your fucking brain gets used to this all these endorphins. Yeah. But I mean the same thing with my son. Oh, oh okay, I got one. So the weirdest thing I want to do is like eat my son. Okay. Like I want to like chew on him. Right. Like he's just so fucking cute. <laughs> like something in my like fucking chimp brain is like, I just want to put him in my mouth and chew down there's, on his little fucking baby flesh. It's so tender. <laughs> there is some like, uh, some, something that says like, uh, y- like we want to, we want to destroy things that we love so that no one else can have them. I read a study on that at uh-huh. some point. Right. So like you want to smash, uh, smash it into pieces or you want to eat your son or you want to, I mean, I've always wanted to like. I don't want to like eat him. I just want to like chew on him. Oh, it's like okay. a really weird impulse. Like I like I want to like bite him, but uh-huh. not like hard enough to like. I don't want to like draw blood or hurt him, but I just want to like put, have his flesh in my mouth. It's so fucking weird. It's a weird <laughs> impulse. I'm talking about I. So there you go. I bared my soul for you, Saker. Your turn. Oh my god! The weirdest thing I wanted to do was um like boil a carrot and serve it to her. Like I really? Just wanna, no, I don't You're know. I just wanted up, something banal in comparison to your chewing on a child. <laughs> um, I don't know, dude. There's a. Okay. Or what about you can say it's about how not just a person or a, pro- a property that you're in love with or something like that like you like a, yeah, oh, a reboot course. or an anime or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I've uh, we'll make this easy for you, Saker, yeah, cuz you can't handle relationships. But I don't have I think your your mental instability should not be everyone's mental instabilities. I Correct. don't want to chew on things I love. I, I I think you're projecting onto me. Not things I, I love, want just to my enjoy son. them appropriately. Everything I love, <laughs> I want to enjoy appropriately in appropriate amounts and okay. uh, without Okay. So you've never been like head over heels in love with somebody and wanted to like kiss them that's all <laughs> gently kiss gently One, a, kiss. A, a chaste peck on the on cheek the cheek correct that's all i'm in for uh yeah dude i don't know i i can't imagine is that all that common am i the crazy one here well i mean so you've you, you've had that right where you've a new relation that new relationship sure. high okay so like doesn't it make you think weird things no 
I really, I feel like we're delving deep into your subconscious here, unless I am the weird one. Okay, I don't know. I don't know either. There's only one way to solve this, and that's by introducing our guest. He's a musician known as Mayor Wirtz, and his podcast, ASAP Raps, attempts to cook up a hot and fresh new hip-hop song from scratch each and every episode. He's Kyle Wirtz. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Hello, everyone. What's going on? What is happening? (laughs) I am very confused up front of uh, (laughs) there is uh, almost cannibalism already up front in this podcast episode. Um, And that's, you know what? That's okay. I get it. (laughs) I just want to chew on them. You can tell the courts that, buddy. I don't know how all that's going to hold. I don't know many lawyers, but I'd recommend you talking to someone before you tell more people like the public (laughs) in this podcast (laughs) that you want to chew on your son. So so we are are the normal ones here, right? Have you ever been so in love with someone that you wanted to poke them with a knife or hey, this, I'm, hey. I'm, I'm, but I'm just I don't know what what the limits are here no I don't think I've ever wanted to do that to someone I enjoyed their company before right, I feel like right. that's counterintuitive I feel like they would no longer want to be in my presence if I were to <laughs> stab them or chew on them I should so, try it like clearly maybe it's something that we're missing at the end of the day it sounds yeah sounds like he he's kind of maybe stumbled onto something that we don't understand entirely. Yeah. So I feel like Saker is totally straw manning me. <laughs> like, there's a. I don't. Oh, I thought of one. Okay. No, and now I'm upset that I thought of one. Um, I with this was a, a girlfriend in college, but I wanted to put my open my mouth wide, put it over her nose and mouth, uh-huh. <laughs> and suck just to see what would happen. But I feel like that was more of my professional curiosity <laughs> okay. than any sort of love For I was science. feeling at the time. It's all science-based, yes. Yeah, it's all... That's Did it happen? So it didn't no, happen. No, she would not let me do it. That's so weird. I don't know why. Yeah, we were both afraid that her brain would come out of her nose, which is the only possible explanation as to mm-hmm. what could happen there. Um, it, may, it makes sense that you tried that in college, the place that you would learn such yeah. things as anatomy and brains. Yeah, it's and where you and college is for experimentation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a place exactly. where we, we go to learn how to be ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely people, you know, try to express themselves through their bodies and sexualities in college. You just wanted to see the idea of a brain coming out of a nose. So you took the different leap. I get it. I get it. I understand entirely. I'm not knocking you. I'm not yucking anyone's yums here. (laughs) I saw two paths in the wood, and you know, what can I say, my friend? You asked about one of them, and then it refused you, and (laughs) you just continued on the other path. That's correct. Like a a human being. deal with the consequences. It makes makes sense to me. Always ask for consent before putting your mouth... Over someone's <laughs> nose and trying to suck their brain out, like that's like a, that's like a really weird B movie, and I totally would like to produce that if you guys are willing to put down the money for it. So, for, uh, Ke- Kevin's thing, you, <laughs> Evan's thing. You got an eleven dollar budget. What's your name again? Kevin Hearn. Kevin Hearn. Kevin Hearn's thing is that he loves to make up a horror movie on each new episode of this uh, podcast because we only tangentially touch on the Brannigan ladies, really. So yeah, perfect. I think- yeah, could now we're doing this early, Kev. But in the drink, could it be about some sort of brain-sucking monster? Uh, sure. Okay. Good. Wow. I mean, he wants he to, didn't he wants seem like he was very sold on this. We have to really <laughs> I mean, see. This is where a yes and improv <laughs> thing would come in and help you. Like I know you had Matt Besser on this program. It's and called I feel yes like and. He would have been. I, yeah, I feel like he would have helped you with that, and you just like no butted us so hard right now. You no butted Evan. Why did you do such a thing? Now, 
Kyle, you are you're an improviser, you're a comedian, you're all sorts of things. Uh, yes. <laughs> did you uh, I I I understand. Have you ever were you a bare naked ladies fan? Because there's some amount of comedy and some amount of improv too that comes with the bare naked ladies, especially their live show. So tell me, what's your what's your history with the band? What do you when did you sort of hear them for the first time? Were you ever into them or? I I will say I had to contact uh, my mother before going on this podcast because I learned a lot of my music through my mom. Uh-huh. And I texted her the other day, and I'm like, hey, listen, I'm on this Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> Have you listened to the Bare Naked Ladies when I was a child? She goes, no. Why Why would we do that? <laughs> uh, and then that was the end of that. Uh, but I do remember hearing, like, you know, if I had a million dollars in, like, one week and all like that. So, like, the hits were always, In defiance like, of your mother. <laughs> yeah, in defiance of my mom. I was, like, in my room just, like, hitting my Walkman, just replaying if I had a million dollars over and over again. Just been like... I hate you, mom. I hate oh, you, mom. Man. I want to listen to good music. I hate Leonard Skinner. Get out of here. ACDC sucks. Uh, I still listen music, to this song. What sort of music did you listen to as a kid? What would she allow you? What would she do? Hair, hair metal. We listened to a lot of hair metal. For and real? then my father my father was Garth Brooks and Brooks and Dunn. So that's Garth what Brooks. I grew up with. Wow. Yes. So the Bare Naked Ladies would be a like rebellion for you against, against <laughs> that. It would. It, isn't that music. weird? Yes. Isn't that weird? It's it's uh yeah. So I listened to all the hits. I almost got to go see them when they were at Blossom, uh, for all you local local yeah. people there, and uh, I missed out. So I was very bummed. I had to work that night. Otherwise, I would have gone. But uh, yeah. I like yeah. the band. I've been learning since being asked to be on this podcast. I'm learning through their Wikipedia more about them that I didn't know. <laughs> I honestly, I only thought they only had like three albums. Oh, and I was good I was God, very very you. mistaken. And I was. Yeah. I've been reading and reading and reading and just, it's been a delight. Why did you do so much research? Now I feel bad <laughs> that you had to do well, so much research. Well, no, it was it was more just me like, I mean, obviously you told me about a song I had to listen to. Right. The In yes. the Drink song. But uh, I just started going through their Wikipedia and just kind of like going through because I didn't know that they had just like more than three albums. So I was dumb and I'm just like kept clicking next page, next next hyperlink, <laughs> next hyperlink. And I'm like, let's do this. I'm excited. So damn. Yeah, okay. So, what what was the most surprising BNL fact that you learned about the band through Wikipedia? <sighs> Probably that this song exists. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's the. This one came out such left field. Like I have been asking, so I asked my girlfriend to listen to this with me. I asked some of my uh, my chat on Twitch today to listen to it with me for a oh, little you did? bit. Oh, to, good. To try to like, because I'm like, am I out of the loop? Clearly, I'm out of the loop of it. But like, I want to like, I want to make sure that like, I'm sure. not the only one that's having a problem with this song because it takes a turn, it and I've never does. seen a song like that with the bare naked ladies because of my only hits you know greatest hits albums of that yeah. so well here's here's the weird thing is that actually and again you've only heard the greatest hits but probably about 80 percent of their discography is about oral sex which is really strange but it's the truth so that's this awesome one is, yeah it's kind of it's kind of fits right in with the canon um yeah wow oral the canon of the bare naked ladies menstruation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait is that what this song is about i mean if you're saying this song is about oral sex when he says, I want to drink your blood. Ooh. Ooh. Did I just make you scream? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I got, too. Oh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, if that's your read, then that's the inevitable conclusion of your read. For sure. Oh, yeah. no. My read's different, so I don't want... 
Oh, for Christ's sake. All right. Well, should we just... I saw that path, and I turned around and walked home. <laughs> Walt Whitman you, you, all the way home. Who wrote that poem? You just Was got out of the woods man? as quickly as possible. Yeah, right. Robert Frost. Robert Frost. Fuck. Uh, well, with, with that in mind, I guess, should we just jump in and talk about the song itself? Mm-hmm. Okay. We can do whatever you guys want to do. It's your podcast. I don't know why you're asking me. Damn it. Uh, this song is called In the Drink, and if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Presumably, never heard this song before we forced you to listen to it, correct? That You are 100% correct. Okay, what was your first sort of feeling about this song? What did you think? What did you feel? Tell me about it. Uh, well, you sent me a YouTube link, uh-huh. and the first thing that I realized that it is five minutes and 12 seconds long. And yes. I said, oh, <laughs> that's, that's a little too long for my liking. <laughs> but uh, I usually, you know, I'm not, I'm not into Coheed and Cambria-sized songs. So uh, I, like, I like it to have a, an ending at some point. And sure. then I, I, I wrote down that the lyrics of the song don't start until 52 seconds into the piece itself. Which is insane to me. And those are the best 52 they, seconds uh, of the fucking song. And honestly, they might. that's a beautiful, like, weird yeah, little this, intro that has nothing to do with the rest of the song. What the fuck? But it was like great. It's yeah. like a, pun, a punch fake where the guy, like, he, like jabbed me in the face. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm expecting one thing. And I just get a roundhouse kick to the side of the head. Like, <laughs> he, like, I threw lo- up an apple of an instrumental in the air and then just yeah. hit you in the gut real quick. It's, yeah, it's I perfect. Really, I really enjoyed that instrumental intro. It didn't yeah, jive it with fun. the rest of the song. Yeah but, yeah. yeah. but it is insane to have such a long intro. Unless you're like a jazz guy like Jim Cregan is, Which, who is yeah. like... Unless ext- you're a jazz guy. I, I will tell you, I've only seen that one movie with that guy from the State Farm and Juno movie. Uh, what what is that insurance? <laughs> What's that jazz movie? The jazz the, the jazz insurance movie. Jazz, yeah, of course. Yeah. The jazz insurance film. Uh, the jazz uh, Delta Blues. Movie. Delta Blues. The, it's the not Delta estate. Blues. Delta Come Blues on. real estate. Uh, blue, Delta hey, Blues did you just know me? Did you just no but <laughs> Yes, I did. Everyone gets one because you know butted right up front. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, we all get one. So Saker movie. still has one. Oh, oh, B movie. Where he's, the you like jazz? You is like, that the- no, no, no. I'm looking up jazz movie drummer. Uh, it's called Whiplash. Oh, the the, the JJJ J Jonah Jameson movie. Yeah, I see. Yes. I only saw I only I saw Whiplash. I didn't like super get Whiplash, like because uh-huh. I'm not a jazz boy. But that's as far as I'm getting into jazz here. So oh, I I hate this, Kyle, because I I searched for jazz movie on Google. Here's the top five results: Whiplash, La La Land, weird, Miles Ahead, understandable, Born to Be Blue, don't know what that is. The B movie is the fifth fucking <laughs> result. What? I thought you were just throwing out just a meme. I'm like, no, well, that's interesting of a podcast to throw out a meme right now. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I get, I get La La Land because I think the guy in La La Land wanted to open up a jazz club. So, oh, okay, you yeah, know, yeah. okay, that plot. Makes sense. Yeah, sure. I, I've seen snippets, but uh, okay. So, so we got past the intro there, uh, and then the lyrics hit you. Oh, number one, I 
fucking agree. One of my notes, like, I, I kind of take meticulous notes when I look at these, and one of my notes is just, this song is five fucking minutes long. I hate this song. Like, yeah. this song is so overly long. Like, there's no reason, like, I get the joke, I under, if there even is a joke, I don't know if he's being serious or what, but, like, it's played out so hard by three minutes in. Let me set the yeah. scene for you. Okay, set the so, scene. So, there are a couple of ways this song can work for me. Uh-huh. The one is the jazz club. So, you're just sitting at a jazz club, you're talking with your friends, and there's just Jim Cregan up there bumping away on his bass, singing into the thing. You're not listening to the fucking words. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's saying. The music is okay. Like, it sets a beat. Uh, so this, I put, so I used my like sort of mixtape approach here. So when you're making a mixtape, a road tape, if you will. No one's ever called it that, but go ahead. For no, road, but yeah, road. yeah, keep going. I'm for interested. Road. Everyone's no budding me. I, I don't know if I can keep going. <laughs> that was my one. Okay, okay, good. All right, so now that we've got the uh, the no butts out of the way, that no one can disagree with anyone else, what anyone else says Very going good. forward. Okay, okay. okay. Good, good. I agree. So yeah, it's a it's a, so it's a mixtape. Uh, so when you make a mixtape, a lot of people make the mistake of I call them road tapes. But go ahead. Oh, road tapes. Yeah, I mean everyone does, right? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of a road tape. I don't know if you're yeah. aware, but that's very much what we call them over here. So yeah, perfect, perfect. Everyone's road taping. So you you a lot of people make the mistake of just putting hits on a road tape, right? Mm-hmm. Like sing-alongs, like wherever you want everyone to pay attention and sing. But the thing about road tapes is you gotta you gotta hit them hard at the beginning with like something to sing along and then you gotta give music so that people can talk over and listen to on the road because you're gonna wanna chat, you're gonna wanna point shit out. Sure. You're not gonna wanna like have everyone have to lock in on the fucking mixtape right. the whole time. So this what is one of those What are you pointing out on a, on a road trip? Hold on, what are well, you pointing you're, out? You're, you're presumably taking a road trip with friends. Okay. So people you like talking with people you enjoy spending time with do you want to spend the whole time just listening to music together or do you want to like exchange some dialogue so you want to make room for both of those things sure. and plus when okay. cows pass the car you have to say cows yes yeah, yeah. oh, okay cow. so yeah what, if it's yeah, cows yeah, i get yeah, it I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm on i'm on board now if it's the we're, cow game i get it we're all in ohio yeah here, we're all in ohio you're it counting, all makes you're sense. counting grass fine. you're counting grasses it makes sense you're it makes looking, sense you're looking at license plates. You're uh-huh. pointing out Tom Raper so, Chevrolet. <laughs> got to do that. The Hell is Real billboard. Uh-huh. Grandpa's Cheese Barn. You got a lot of stuff <laughs> to Grandpa's look at. Grandpa's Cheese Barn. Whoa. Oh, got you gotta look, a you sponsor. Got a lot of stuff to look at. <laughs> Does, oh, did they sponsor ASAP Raps? Fucking shit. If I got sponsored by Grandpa's <laughs> Cheese Barn, I would just retire. <laughs> That's all I want out of life. But yeah, so so my, my, my take on this song is it's not, it, it's a mixtape song. Like you want, it's a, it's a background song. So if you didn't, if we weren't listening to it. You're and, all about this album format bullshit. Like just because this is an album and not a collection of singles is not an excuse for shitty songs to be on this album. Like I, I appreciate but, you trying to defend the Bernicke yes, here. Yes, and <laughs> it's, not only an ex- it's not only an excuse, but... It makes sense because people can take experiments on you can, people can experiment on album in the album format where you can't do that in a single format. I agree. With okay, you. I get okay. that. Go Here, ahead. Here's here's the problem that I have with this though yeah. is that you said it's supposed to be a one that you can talk over. When you start getting to I don't know, all I want to do is brush your teeth. Butterfly <laughs> kisses the taste of delicious. Uh, that conversation is now stopping, and we are talking about this song, and we are rewinding the mixtape or the road tape, <laughs> and you. we are making sure that we hear every single syllable that he is saying out loud in this song. So it's a perfect road tape because you're getting people to pay attention to the song on their terms. You're trying to be obstinate. You are taking the opposite approach just because you want to be obstinate. I don't know. I feel okay. So my take on Jim Cregan is I know he's capable of good stuff. Like I like Peter Burrow and the Kawarthas, Uh like that song. So 
I'm kind of going, I've gone all the way through on him. Like, I'm back around to liking Jim Cregan's musical stylings again. Oh, so, Kyle, just for reference, this guy isn't the usual guy who sings for the Brannigan Ladies. This is their bassist, Jim Cregan, who sings this song, right? So this okay. is, like, totally out of left field. He wrote this song and sang it, right? So it's like a, a super goofball weirdo song. Sing, um, sing, is, sing is a, a strong word. <laughs> It certainly is a word that you could use to describe what he's doing if you were being generous. Um, yeah, exactly. But this this continues the trend of stop fucking singing and writing songs, Jim Cregan. He is the most amazing. He might be the best bassist I've heard in a pop band ever, right? But okay. he fucking sucks at writing songs. All the songs he writes are garbage, hot, fucking nasty ass garbage. Do you think he knows that though? Like, do you think he's? They're like, okay, like Jim will let you. You get one every <laughs> album. Like that's part of our. Like, I bet this is in his contract. He's like, I'm gonna make this all about my penis. <laughs> like he my- does it on purpose. Like he's trolling bare naked ladies themselves. That might be true, but I, I I do not think he knows this is a bad song. There's a live video that I looked at. I don't, I don't think this is a bad song. Well, let's all just sit in that for at least 40 seconds here. <laughs> I just just, feel- just hate that dead air. I, mean, I love it's, it. It's real, it's real easy to kick, kick a bassist when he's down. <laughs> but he's not down. He's up. He's awesome. Except and he's he, jamming. He's fucking jamming, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you watch the Ships and Dip clip which is i think maybe the only time this song has ever been done live but he's got a huge smile on his face the whole song he yeah. loves talking oh he's about so happy yeah he's a happy boy and that's okay it's okay everyone's got weird content they like to talk about in their music his yeah. just happens to be his dick and you know what it sells they sold sells. a bunch of albums and we're talking about it right now so how bad could it honestly be at the end of the day we're talking about it right now because we forced ourselves to talk about every bare naked lady song chronologically we're only doing that sounds this. like a you problem <laughs> that's very much a you problem you are correct i have no response to that other than yes so i came across an interview on earthlink did you really yes okay go ahead with uh ed earthling <laughs> yeah he likes I, in like the, the way back machine this is the best way to find interviews with bnl because they're like from 2002 so yeah. the, their magazine it was impact magazine online <laughs> that has ceased to exist i'm sure okay but uh um so they they said ed and both jim were, were, the, were interviewed and they said they came in with a born on a pirate ship without with just basically the skeletons of the song so they were mm. sort of writing them in the uh like writing the instrumentation for them in the hallways while steve was like in the closet like writing lyrics except for jim cregan no who had all his songs written out he knew exactly what he wanted so fucking with me so he wanted he he like they like and he didn't tell anyone what he was doing so he's like okay we're gonna do this this and this and now i'm gonna hop a plane to saskatoon and come back and i'm gonna talk to the stony park singers and they're gonna do some native american powwow or some first nation powwow stuff and i'm gonna come back and it's all gonna come together so he's like a, a mad genius but without the genius <laughs> he's a madman yeah. <laughs> so, so he's got like he this. just sounds like a troll like he sounds like he's like so prepared to screw with these people and he's like i cannot believe they're letting me do this over and over again so, so every, these idiots every song he planned out in full he knew exactly what he was doing this is this is the definition of dunning kruger right so then Dun- Dun- the dunning kruger effect is you think you're people who are bad at something don't understand that they're bad at it because they are too 
I'm not saying Jim is unintelligent. He's a, I think he's probably a musical genius, but I think he doesn't understand. He's like, I have this grand plan for this song. And it turned out within the drink and he doesn't realize it's a bad song. He's got this idea in his head that what he's doing is great. This is, this is my band in a nutshell. I pull all the fucking strings and when the album comes out, it's garbage. And my, my partner is like, well, maybe, you know, we should do something a little different the next album. I go, no, I got this. I know exactly how it should sound. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm the Jim Cregan of my band. I don't know. I just, I can't, I think it's indefensible. Again, I would like to say, I don't think this song is that bad. Ugh. All right, Evan, I want you to defend the line about this salmon is ready to spawn. <laughs> Up the river I journey on, cause the salmon's ready to spawn. And if you have some swimming. Go ahead. Again. My read of this is I'm not listening to the lyrics. No, that's it's a not background. A read. That's that doesn't count. That doesn't it's, count. This is a mid road tape song. I hate you. I hate this song, and by proxy, by the fucking uh, A equals B, B equals C, therefore A equals C. I hate you. Okay, so you're playing the album, you're playing Bopes, and just the background, you're just going about doing your fucking business. This song comes on, you're not like doing a deep read like we have to do for this fucking podcast. You're not going into everything, and you're not listening to everything. You're I- just kind of like hearing in the background, you're like, eh, it's kind of jazzy, it's all right. Evan, this is song 13 out of 14. Right, so you're at the end, you're tired. No, you're tired of hits. You're tired of hits. Bang, and we're tired of hits. <laughs> What's What's the 14th song? The 14th is it a, song. Is it a, is it, does it slap? It's yeah. called Shoebox. It pretty much does slap. It was on the Friends soundtrack, so you know it slaps. That's that. Yeah, I've heard. Okay, I've heard about the one in the Wikipedia about the Shoebox. So <laughs> yeah, that song whips. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, that but, song bangs. That song slinks. That song quonks. What are we saying? What words? We're we just using. We're just bourbon, right? Dude, it used to be slaps, and now it's whips. Come on, Ev. Get with me. Okay, that one, just that whips one goes and nay Is that still a thing? <laughs> it does nay nay. I've heard as much. Uh, yeah, but like there, uh, like that song torques. Listen, <laughs> this song torques with <laughs> with with, uh, with Adam Scott. Scrotal torque. Um, this song, the the lyrics are just obviously someone making gross allusions to sex without really arriving there. Butterfly kisses in the taste of delicious reminds me of a fucking like pretentious college guy with an acoustic guitar on the green in front of the quad. And like he he like read Dylan Thomas like twice. Yeah, and he's like, this is what I'm gonna do. I got. This this butterfly kisses in the taste of delicious I like so good I, i'm gonna I, get so many smooches <laughs> and you know what the awful part is i bet jim got a bunch of smooches when he sang this song i don't know I, okay but i'd like to sip the sap wait wait does tree. anyone find the bare naked ladies attractive Oh That's something gosh. I just kind of yeah. realized. I don't think do people find them as sex icons. Motherfucker, it's called YouTube comments. You gotta read them. They're not everybody. the Rolling Stones. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're not. They're not David Bowie. It's bare naked ladies. Like, who is like getting getting nice and nice and cozy with the bare naked ladies? I, I mean, we just went to a Stephen Page concert not too long ago, and I'll tell you, there were a bunch of mid forties women there mm-hmm. who would have loved to jump on Steve's dick. Yep. I would mm-hmm. almost guarantee it. Uh, I don't know. He's they're they're sexual. Yeah, I mean, you don't become a musician because you're good looking. You become a musician because you're not that good looking, and you want something. You need some other way to attra- to attract uh, your partners. Thank you so much. This is why I'm here. Hello, my name is Mayor Wirtz. 
I work on comedy because I can't really do much else. So <laughs> yeah, we're both you and I. I know you through the music scene, obviously, but both you and I are in the same thing, which is we want to do music because we're not attractive, but also we're not good at music, so we do comedy music. <laughs> like exactly, the the I guy. do. I, it's a, it's a whole bait and switch kind of thing over here. So which I think that's something that Jim is doing. Also, like because I'm seeing that uh, who who put out the album was it Warner? I'm assuming. I don't actually know that. I can look it up real quick. Well, well, just for the sake of time, we'll we'll assume Warner. it's Warner sure. or whatever. Um, how did they greenlight this? I like, think... I they get tired after like song eleven. They're like, whatever <laughs> else you guys want, I don't care. We're like, we're really tired, so we don't want to keep listening to this. I, I almost think that after because the first two albums were pretty boffo hits, so they just kind of gave them like tabula rasa like just do what you want you got a blank slate you're good to go you got the clean bill of health i don't think this is that bad of a song yeah we fucking know evan it's your roadhead <laughs> song or whatever the fuck you said but it this sucks. song definitely reminds me of that pumped up kick song where it's kind of like you know it's it's an upbeat tune but it's all about a school shooting like this is like that same kind of thing oh, like I it's see. like upbeat but like he's just straight he's just like straight getting it in or like wants to get it in yeah because i'm not sure exactly what his what he gets as his end goal in this game sure. like he just keeps saying that he wants these things to happen but i don't think he actually like has sex correct yeah i don't I, think i would think we can all agree this narrator is not getting any sex he's very thirsty but no he's no not he is not any. he is yeah. he is golem <laughs> never mind uh yeah I, I i agree with you it's what really freaks me out is that i loved this album as a kid and now thinking about like 12 year old Saker listening to this song makes me upset. Here's a question 12 year old Saker, what did he think of this song? He, I don't think I thought anything of this song. Exactly. It was a road yeah, trip. Yeah, you were like, it's a road trip. This is your ultimate road trip in your house. Like, I can see, I can see little, little Saker, like, I don't know, punch, punching in the air and listening to this song and like watching anime, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing oh, at that age. I don't know. Dating advice from this song. <laughs> here's, here's yeah. what I. Yeah, that, that it turned me into the horrible monster I am today. All I want to do is drink the sap from some ladies' trees, so I tell them over and over again. All I want to do is drink your blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, I've, Evan, I've been so excited, speaking of that line, for you for your vampire read of oh, this song. <laughs> yeah. oh, you want, because oh. it's so easy, right? So yeah. how is this song about a vampire? It's not about a vampire. No! It's I've about been waiting for 13 tracks. It's about, a, it's about a blood doll, like somebody who, you know, like when you... Like a familiar sort of thing, situation. So you've got a vampire. Like vampires are in popular consciousness, right? When you get embraced, not embraced, but you get like bitten by a vampire or something, it's like a heroin, right? Mm -hmm. You're addicted to it. So this is yeah, a I've seen Blade. Yeah. So this is like a vampire who has bitten somebody, and then this person becomes like a stalker for the fucking vampire because it, he doesn't. This blood doll, we'll call them, doesn't really know about vampire society doesn't know about vampires that much but mm -hmm. it all it knows is it wants to get that fucking vampire mm -hmm. mm. okay yeah. get in there all i want to do is drink your blood and become a vampire myself i want to drink Is that how you become a vampire by drinking a vampire's blood? Well, in 
Uh, not really. I mean, in, uh, in like no. originally, if a vampire bites you and you die from the bite, you become a vampire. But right. in more popularly now, like you have to sort of like an, in, in an Anne Rice sense, right. you have to not only be drained, but you have to get the you, the vampire bleeds into your oh, mouth and you drink oh, the vampire okay, blood okay, okay, and then okay, you okay, become okay, a vampire okay. that way. I, I want to use the phrase in an Anne Rice sense more in my life. <laughs> you know, clearly, clearly I've been missing stuff in my conversations. <laughs> Uh, it's rather Ricean. Yeah, you, I, I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. And, <laughs> and we're all good friends. <laughs> good yes anding. I liked it. I, I feel like it's really not a vampire, though, because I feel like just by you explaining how becoming a vampire happens like this never i don't know i don't i don't feel like this person is a vampire or the, you know, the blood body, as you called it or whatever, blood like. Doll. Blood doll, yeah, which I feel like is a better name for this than in the drink. Oh, so Blood Doll. That would have been a badass name for this song. <laughs> like, wow, bare naked ladies took a turn. Jim's <laughs> going through some stuff right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I how do you I mean, I guess this is more of a question for Evan because we've been through so much together. <laughs> how do you view Jim after this song? He used to be our pure boy. I like I said, I've come all the way around, man. <laughs> okay. Like, like he, I after Spider in My Room, I was a bit, like, I was turned off. Like, I know Peterborough and the Kawarthas is coming. I don't know if it's a if it's a main track. Oh, we, okay. So, I, I know it's coming, so I know he's capable of writing a song that I actually enjoy. So, I have to, like, my brain, I have to wrap my brain, I have to beat my brain around the armature of my fact that I actually like him as a songwriter. So, again, I feel like this is just me justifying stuff in my head. And But I, I, I like this song, okay. I hate you so much. There are songs on this album I like worse than this song. Really? Do you do you two have some kind of like chart of like pros and cons of this band or something like like the tally of like you know I like this song I hate this song like I kind of like we do rate I kind of want to know okay <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll rate it at the end but so, yeah not really I, I mean, mean I like this song better than Stomach versus Heart really Stomach versus Heart is a banger says you it's weird but all right fair enough okay. Oh, we can, we will we'll rewrite we will resequence the album next episode. Show sure enough. Okay. Um, let me ask you another thing. I know that this is a road trip song for you, mm-hmm. but Kyle, what did you think? There's at at three ten, and then at the ending, Jim starts to make some mouth noises. <laughs> He just goes like a boop do boop boop, and then like at three ten. Did you did you pick up on this at all? I did. I didn't hear it the first time. I heard it like the second through like seventh time I heard it. So like <laughs> right. once it's there, it's like once again with the with the road the road tape. Like this would make me stop. Like maybe even stop the car if I was driving <laughs> because like my brain would probably try to have a tumor and I would need to talk it out. <laughs> Because pull I wouldn't over. be able to handle this. Yeah. Like, Perfect road just, tape. This like, is going to be so much discussion. We're talking about these weird. It's weird mouth sounds. It's weird. It's weird. And he can't commit to it. He says like, and then he like stops. It upset me. So, so Evan, you telling me that Jim was going into all these songs with a master plan <laughs> makes me so upset. And the end of this song is indicative of the song as a whole to me. It's sudden, it's embarrassing, it's upsetting. Jim just goes like, oh, wet, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like the end <laughs> of the song. <laughs> like, what in the... Bo- 
was this? This song is experimental, and it is a topic of conversation. It's like a uh, a coffee table a book, coffee a coffee table, table book of a of a song, and I really like that. Oh aspect my of it. god! And, and I think one of the reasons I like this song so much is because I knew I would be talking about it, and there's so much to talk about about this song. It's just such an insane song. I love it. I've I've really convinced myself. You you have come around before. It was I, I like, like it, it. Now it's and I love it. I love it. And I gotta have, have it. it. Yeah. Oh God. I you... just don't. I, okay. So the whole mouth sounds thing. I feel like they were like turn on the microphone. And he was like testing the microphone, <laughs> and then they they were recording the whole time. They're like, well, we shouldn't waste expensive tape, Jim. What do you want to do with this? You want to throw it out? He's like, no. I got this. I go. It's gonna be in the song. Right. Like, are you sure, Jim? And he's like, I am positive. <laughs> this is gonna be in my song. Are you ready for this to be, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody? Uh, Almost. This is, you know, Stairway to Heaven. This is gonna join the canon of great songs throughout history. He thought that. Oh man, this I don't think just... he thought that. Well, he came in with a master plan. If right. you didn't think your song was going to join Bohemian Rhapsody, why bother recording? Okay. <laughs> yes, and? Yes, and? Why don't you kill yourself? <laughs> the best <laughs> yes, and invites the listener to commit suicide. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's improv, like, that's, Im- that's advanced improv. Yeah, that's that's long-form improv. <laughs> it's just trying to kill yourself at the end of improv, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Okay, so notes does anybody i i honestly i had so little the only other note i had is at the beginning the little like introduction of this has this weird like note bending thing that it Mm -hmm. does that i thought was cool i was struggling so hard to look for nice things to say about this song oh i i I wrote that down as well and it reminded me of uh the song loser by back oh yeah oh yeah I could hear but that. But that's, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any other positive notes out of curiosity, Kyle? Uh, well, I will tell you that I wanted to look up all the lyrics of the song and mm-hmm. whatnot. And I came across a wonderful website called songmeanings.com. Yes. And guess what? You can post comments <laughs> under the lyrics. <laughs> Did you post something, Mayor Wurtz? I did not, but okay. I have, I have, I have, I have a couple to read if you if you don't mind. Oh, please, by all means, yes. Okay, so one of them was that was the most bold to some most offensive comment on this website. At least I've seen. I listened to this this song a couple weeks ago, and the only thoughts in my head at the end were one, what WTF, and yay shoebox. Seriously, <laughs> this is one of the weirdest songs ever for BNL songs. Some would say not really BNL because only half the band was involved in recording it. Anyways, I've now used up the comment <laughs> slot for these two years. Don't even think about it till some sometime in 2010. <laughs> and then someone broke. And then someone broke down all of the 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 references of what things were. For example, uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter pay, uh, padded is first used in yeah, Twitter padded was first used in 1942 film Bambi, <laughs> meaning completely head over heels and smitten in love. Okay, that was someone's comment. But also we have someone that starts off the comment section with sex back and forth like a choo choo train, possibly vaginal oral sex. Oh, I'm in the drink for love, and then he just starts like he just starts breaking down. He just keeps saying vaginal oral sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just broke and told which kind of sex each line was 
brush yeah, your teeth. And then, and then sex. sex is pretty much always in all caps with an exclamation Ugh. point behind it. Oh. It's beautiful. I love the internet so much, and I love this website. I can't. I hope you guys use this website for your further podcast episodes because they have all of them on here. By the way, we haven't yet, but I think we we should start to like the worst song meaning of the of the episode. Like who had it the wrongest or the worst? I like that. It is so sad. Oh, this is real sad. So- There's only four comments, so it wasn't a popular song. <laughs> Not only does this bring out the worst in BNL, I think the song brings out the worst in BNL fans. It seems like the the gross pervert sex man came to play on this one, and uh, and then I don't know, maybe like an eighth grader who only writes once every two years and chose in the drink as their their song. Oh, to really express them, express themselves because they're not doing live journal anymore. So like, where else am I going to post on songmeanings.com? Got my Zanga got deleted. My LJ's gone. What <laughs> my do I do? Zanga. <laughs> uh, Ev, did you have any other, uh, any notes? I like this song. I hate you. Let's move on. I like, to- I like Twitter painted. It was fine. It's like fucking Disney making up all those words like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo, all that garbage they were just making up in like the the 50s yeah you just make up a fucking word put it in a song everyone will sing it yeah they did but no it wasn't made up for this song it was a 1940s kyle just i know i know i'm just saying like yeah yeah. i just told you 1942 (laughs) in the film bambi meaning completely head over heels in smitten love i told you that from general comment no it's l it's l raver on april 14th 2014 with a link involved i don't know where the link goes but it'll let me click it so anyways all right um well let's get uh, nobody else has notes let's go ahead and get to rating this song All right, so Kyle, we rate on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked this song is, the more we enjoyed it. As usual, we're gonna give you some time to think about your rating. Evan, you're going to go first. What did you think about this song on a scale from bare naked to fully clothed? This song is pretty clothed, uh, but I like the fashion. I like the fashion. <laughs> wow, swearing. you you set this whole <laughs> podcast as you were really liking this song, and then that rating just threw us through a loop there, buddy. Clothed but fashionably yeah. Clothed. yeah but i you can you know like the clothes that it's wearing <laughs> and i do so so a bad song that you like yeah so this is a you're this... admitting it's it's bad but you liked it yes okay yeah. <laughs> all right no that's I, hey i, I never okay. said this was a good so song i said good. i never said this was a good song yeah. i just said i liked it yes. <laughs> like, okay <laughs> <laughs> I love eating shit. It just tastes like yummy, you are yummy. straw manning me again. <laughs> I am straw manning the shit out of you. <laughs> All right, so fashion. That's it. That's that's the uh... yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Oh man, usually I I use your time to think about what I'm going to say. So here, we... well, I'm in a hurry right now. <laughs> yes, you are. You as, got... you, as you know, like I'm sprinting. I'm re- I'm really I'm really sprinting. <laughs> um. So uh, this song for me uh is um someone. Who is very far in the drink? Uh, they are. Uh, they have their one-piece bathing suit on, and over that they have another bathing suit because they are going with all the different fashions. So a regular bathing suit, a one-piece bathing suit, a bikini top. They are in the drink. They got a scuba diving gear on because they don't know how far down in the drink they're going. Right? They got their their backpack with all their air in it. They got their helmet. They got their visor. They got their snorkel. This person is geared up and ready to roll down deep into the drink in this shit ass fucked up stupid song that I hate. Uh, yeah, this, this song is as fully, cl- this might be my least favorite Bernicke lady song that we've talked about so far. I, 
hated it. <laughs> that's a, that's a hard statement. I, that is a that is. I, I'm going I'm going hardline with this. I don't think I can take a step back at this point. I think I've gone too deep, but I I, I don't know if I'm gonna regret saying that. This this song is fucking awful. <laughs> Kyle, what did you think? So this oh. is better than this is worse than Spider in My Room for you. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Well, right. And I even wrote a note that says with Spider in My Room, at least I understand the meaning, the intent. Like. I, I get that there is a... but Do like, you not understand the meaning and intent of this song? I, it's pretty much on the page. <laughs> You're right. There's no beating around the bush. She wants to... Book. Sure, I should say. I should I should revise to say, I understand that there was something he was trying to go for in Spider-My Room that was bigger than it appeared to be. This is just like, let's fuck. Let's fuck. Let's do it. Brush your teeth with my dick. So, yeah, not big on that. Uh, Kyle, what was your rating for this song? All right, I will probably have to say that I have a. I'm gonna put me in the situation because that's what I do. Uh, I put a. I have a T-shirt with a light jacket, uh-huh. and I have I have uh, some Vans on with some nice some nice socks, and that's about it. Oh, okay. So you're you're all geared up for a spring day. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, I have no pants on. Um, <laughs> oh shit! I totally missed that part. All right. <laughs> that's fine. I so yeah. I uh, I I didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. It definitely threw me through a loop. And for that, I have to give it more credit. So my pants are off in this situation okay. because of the content itself. Sure. Uh, and I would totally put this in a music playlist for a party. Really? But like. But, like, honestly, you put it about three hours and 48 minutes in. <laughs> you just throw it real deep where people are drinking. Trek. People are having a good time. People aren't paying attention. Yeah. Maybe there's a movie on. Maybe there's a game. Maybe there's several games. Sure. And then all of a sudden, this comes on, and no one has any idea what's going on. They may not get it. And then you put it in again at, like, maybe 624 in the party. <laughs> and it's just kind of you, – you play it twice. And sure. that's that's the concept. This is your – this is your track 13 out of 14 for your party album sure i get it oh for sure it's it's a good it's a good it's a sleeper cell basically (laughs) it will be activated uh okay so yeah out of curiosity what did your twitch followers think of it they uh thought it was real weird (laughs) okay they did not get it they did not understand it and i'm like yep that's that's about as far as we're gonna go so (laughs) uh kyle thank you so much for being on the cast with us this was a lot of fun um what do thank you what do you have to plug my friend uh well we could talk about my podcast called uh, well it's a joint podcast called ASAP Raps with P Stoops and Mayor Wurtz. Uh, every episode we attempt to make a rap song in under an hour. One episode we make a beat. The next song, next episode we do a song like the lyrics and whatnot. Um, also, I had an album that came out in July called Try Harder. Very good. Um, and you can find me on all of your social media at Mayor Wurtz. That's like Mayor, like of a town and Wurtz, W-E-R-T-Z. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, whatever you want to find me on, I'm probably doing something at some point. So <laughs> it's true. Awesome live show. Go see him if you are local to us in in Ohio. I was about to say Columbus. Oh yes. Yeah. If you're if you're local, if you're local in Cleveland or Columbus, sometimes yeah. you play in Columbus. Oh, do you really? But I do. Uh, yeah, we do uh, improv with a lovely uh, improv troupe called the Casually Late Stampede. We're normally in Cleveland, Ohio, mostly Mahal's once a month doing some improv stuff. But once again, we travel a little bit. We did Columbus earlier this year too. So oh, neat. All right. Well, very good. Well, Kyle, thank you so much for being on. We really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much as well. Have a good one, guys. Talk to you later.
Hey, Evan. I'm real scared right now. What you scared of? What's about to come? I mean, I'm scared that that we won't do this Mershal justice. We won't do this marshmallow any good. Um, I'm afraid that, that I've really dropped the ball here. Yeah? Well, I think we do every week, don't we? Yeah, the ball is made of metal. The ball, <laughs> yeah, these balls are impenetrable. Yeah. It's okay if we drop them. We can't even lift them. How do you drop a ball you can't even lift? Damn, that's a question for God, my friend. Can God drop <laughs> Can God drop a ball so heavy that he can't even lift it? I think, well, so you'd have to have it. Oh, so he would make it in the air. Can uh, he drop it so heavy <laughs> that he can't even lift it? Yeah, how does God make things? Is he a god sauce that he I think just... by accident. Oh, okay, I can see. How does that? Well, how does he do? How well, do he make ball? The only way I conceptual I can conceptualize God is like using my own logic. So uh-huh. I'm thinking like, so imagine you're God, and you have, we'll say a Judeo Christian in a Judeo Christian sense. So you have omnipotence, omniscience. You know everything. You can do anything. Sure. And you're just like floating there, doing your own shit. Like you're in basically a hollow deck from Star Star Trek Forever. Okay. It's gotta get boring, right? right? So wouldn't you eventually try to create a system that you couldn't control or create a system that like a, let's say like some fuzzy logic or something. Sure. So you, so you do this big bang and then you just like hands off and just see what comes up out of it because it's really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. Or alternately. But is it fun to watch? Cause you're, om- you're omniscient. You're omniscient. So you know, you know where everything's going to go in theory, unless you like, I guess you. Can you turn off your own omniscience? Again, this gets back to the, it gets back to the, can God, can God drop a, a rock, a ball, a ball so, so heavy he can't, can't even lift, lift it. it. <laughs> so, so there's that, that's sort of the thing that, that my philosophy breaks apart on. Okay. Like it has to, God has to willingly close its eyes and right. not get involved, which explains why it's not involved in the world. So, so there may be. You are a deist. You I'm believe a, that I believe there is an unmoved, unmoving mover behind everything. In okay, like Aristote- I feel like Aristotelian we, sense. We talk about God so often during these commercials. Well, how for some reason. can you not talk about God? <laughs> he is everywhere and every in everything. Uh, uh, in theory. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that God set this uh, this big program running that is the world, and uh, and then he's just hands off. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, the goal is for it to spit out another god, right? I'm sorry, I'm not following. So it won't be lonely. Oh, why can't he just make another god? Because he'd have control over it. Oh, he wants a rando god. He has to have something that comes out. It has to have. It has to. Have, god has to have something that comes out of something that it couldn't control. Otherwise, it would be able to. The only thing that exists outside God's omniscience is another God that came up wholly outside of God's purview. You can't tickle yourself. Show enough. But you can masturbate. Right. Is that weird? <laughs> we can't make ourselves laugh, but I mean. Yeah. I can make myself exercise, but I can't make myself want to exercise. That's like some anti-natalist bullshit there. Anti-natalist. Like, yeah. As everyone knows, that's definitely a phrase that is said often that's, that's and like is comprehensible of, by a man. There's school of nihilism that believes that we should all just die. Like the Thomas Ligotti sort of, um, what's that fucking show that everyone w- Buddy. blew their brains out over? Not Flight Club, not not a uh, Flight Club would be a much better movie. <laughs> Flight about of the Con Club. To get airline miles. Yeah, it's not a fucking Chuck Palahniuk Ooh. book. It's the it's the fuck Thomas Ligotti. It's the True Detective. That oh. one where everyone was really excited and Is they that, were. Is uh, that nihilist? Uh, yeah, the the guy I that I never watched it. I didn't either. I just knew that um, what's his my uh, the guy who's all you are doing all right, all right, all right. Oh, that Matthew, guy, McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey's character was based on like Ligottian antinatalist philosophy, where it's like we just we shouldn't be born. We should do a better thing by just stopping breeding and just letting the human race die out. I feel like 
like we're in a weird place in this commercial. Yeah, I mean, just like. Well, I mean. Marianne's macabre. <laughs> let me tell you about God. Okay. Dude, I don't know about you, but G-O-D is my BFF. <laughs> That's right. Kevin was on the brink of suicide when he met a man named Joe. Kevin Hearn? We'll Kevin see the Hearn? exact same commercial. This, this, you've done this joke. Joe Hearn? Is Joe an angel, a demon, something else entirely? Regular readers know, as all four seasons of the text-based weekly web series are now available. Head on over to iabdpresents.com for the complete story, as well as all of our stories. So it's like a text-based game? It's like a meta-narrative? I think like it's... Like a hyperlinks? He's calling it a text-based web series, but I think that just means a story. <laughs> like he wrote a story. Well, I mean, it, that makes sense that you don't want to differentiate it because you don't think it's like a podcast or something. Yeah, a but can't you just say like a story with weekly chapters? A text-based web series sounds like he's trying to pivot from video but like it's a th it's a book it exists right yeah it's a it's a serialized novel yeah okay yeah okay 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 oh i think we did a really fucking good commercial <laughs> you guys you want to high five and finish this shit wouldn't mind it should touch touch touch, let's touch butts that's not our butts because they slap together <laughs> that's right got a good run and start for that boy boy good night We're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Right now, we're going to spin Bring that the wheel and we're going to be back. Flip that wheel. Right now, we're going to touch that wheel. And our segment this week is called Wrap Your Arms Around Me. Imagine this song describes a date or a relationship. Who are the partners and how does it go? I think this one is a little bit on the nose. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, badly. If really, the, if the partner right, one person is, is begging. One person is r real creepy. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. One person doesn't really know how to be in a relationship. So who are the partners? Uh, Gollum from Lord of the Rings, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking probably like who would Gollum want? Someone ring shaped. Okay, someone so... reminding him of a ring. Right. Who is ring? Who wears a Who's lot of ring? Who wears Who's a lot a of rings? Like a Liberace. Oh, Liberace. Liberace. Gollum, Gollum and, Liberace. and Liberace. And the Mandarin from uh, Iron Man, who wears ten rings. Nope. Let's oh, go with Liberace. Thanos. Thanos! Why? Because he's got that gauntlet, the Infinity Gauntlet, and it has ring. the rings on it. Those aren't rings. <laughs> the only Marvel villain with rings is the Mandarin. That's the only Marvel villain with rings. Yeah. Doesn't Green Lantern have a ring? He's not Marvel. Well, it doesn't have to be Marvel, but... Well, okay, but I want to prove my point. Marvel villain ring. Mandarin. 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 M Marvel villain. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, so it's the Mandarin. Okay, great. Sounds uh, like a real racist you don't uh, know who he, caricature. Oh, he's very racist. I'm, is, they don't still do yeah, things yeah. about him. He was in Iron Man 3, the movie. Oh, yeah. He was, ben uh, Kingsley he was played him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, let's go Green Lantern. So well, Gollum, Gollum, Gollum and Green Lantern. Gollum and Green Lantern. So Green, Gollum really wants that rank. Which Green Lantern is it? Uh, Hal Stevie, Jordan. Stevie Stewart. John Stewart. Stevie Stewart. <laughs> Stevie Lewis. Stevie Lewis in the news. news. Okay, great. So, uh, Huey Lewis has a great lantern. It don't take money. Uh, don't take fame. Uh, okay, so they go on a date. Where do they go? They go to a pasta place that uh -huh. serves only... What's that little Italian pasta that's just a little... Oh, um, Munchtanelli's. I don't think that's a word. Crunch the Nino. Crunch the Ninos. This might be worth looking up. Okay, nope. Farfalle. I once... Knew a man, um, an Italian man from Youngstown, who claimed he could taste the difference between pastas. <laughs> <laughs> like he could tell the difference between like fettuccine and spaghetti and 
like angel hair pasta versus i'm like it's all the same ingredients they taste exactly the same like no 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 they taste different that's amazing uh uh Capaliti. Capaliti. They Capaliti. go to a restaurant that specializes in Capaliti and bagels and donuts. Oh, they go to fucking donuts? Dunkin' Donuts. They okay, go to Dunkin', Dunkin donuts. donuts. That's yeah. fine. I'm glad because, you made me look up Capaliti. Because Green, Green Lantern donuts. is a cheap bastard. Okay, no, it's a first date. They're going out for coffee. Okay. Yeah. Gollum and Green Lantern. Two Dunkin' Donuts. Not yeah. a cool coffee place. So All right, Gollum, shitty already. Yeah, it's really shitty. Gollum, like starts the date off with the my precious shtick like right off the fucking bat Yikes. yeah yeah okay coming he, like hard. puts his foot right in it green what lantern is, what does huey do i don't know you okay uh huey um i think he feels uncomfortable but he's willing to see it through uh simply because he's kind of been in a dry spell lately yeah, and he's and... doing this as a favor for a friend like this is oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like i don't know if green lantern has any friends the other just green as, the other just okay oh, so, yeah, yeah. so yeah another green lantern this is like Gollum was like the cousin to some Green Lantern from like a like sure. Dagobah or something. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> the Green Lantern of Dagobah is Gollum. Yeah. Okay. Not Gollum. Oh, it's Gollum's a, cousin. cousin. Right, yeah. right. So he's like, hey, you know, I know this is like less, I, I'm, I'm really sorry to have to do this. But my cousin's going through a real rough spell. <laughs> he just lost his piece of jewelry. He is like. <laughs> he just lost. Were you going to do with my cousin? He lost some jewelry. Well, he lost some jewelry that was really important to him. Okay. Like, like he's like, he's getting out of a marriage. He lost his wedding ring. I think you he has to get say, rid of it. If he was going cousin... to throw himself into lava. Okay. So we were like, we got him out of that we talked him out of it but he really needs like a win and i'm not saying you have to like sleep with them or anything but if you just like you know you go on a date with him and Act get his interesting yeah get his good conversation yeah yeah and the first thing i don't even think they say he like he just he went through a big loss in his life mm-hmm. is how they introduce yeah, it right yeah, okay yeah. yeah and so they go and my precious and huey says nah. but do you think and uh and Gollum just keeps fucking eye in his ring right because i mean the one ring all it does is make you invisible this the ring, green lantern holy holy shit. balls yeah, he is that's up. a big one he wants to drink huey's blood <laughs> yeah. and take that ring off his finger he wants to rip his fingers Ooh, off just Snowflake's bite that tongue. shit yeah, bite that shit right. and so then Gollum goes so uh so huey's like sitting back he's like all right um stirring his coffee like does the thing where you kind of like fuck with the uh little uh the thing that makes stops you from burning your hands on the coffee cup oh yeah moving it up and yeah, down yeah sure, he's sure. like he's like bending the little coffee stir and they're kind of just like sitting there looking out the window right. and Gollum's like panicking right because he it's a lull in the yeah, he doesn't really have any angles like, do you like riddles <laughs> okay <laughs> and huey says uh huey says yeah uh not as much as I like sports but yeah okay sure riddles riddling is sport okay oh we're just in a full bit now. all right so <laughs> what's your best riddle uh, uh six times trees come out to the fleas and touch you in the bottom that's what am i <laughs> that's the whole thing i felt like riddles like you can figure them out right you can't figure this one out no what's the answer eggs <laughs> eggs now can you walk me through that Gollum? Ugh. hey are you are you a golem why is your name Gollum? it was a really it was a very cruel joke that other kids played on me because i because <laughs> i gulped my food down oh, yeah. all the eggs that i love to eat i eat eggs and goblins Can okay jump out for a second his name isn't Gollum. his name's like henry right his name is smeagol smeagol so why is he called Gollum? because it's the noise he makes are you serious yeah. that's dumb well i mean he nobody the he doesn't introduce himself as Gollum. it's just like what everybody calls him really yeah it's like a he doesn't a, like go by Gollum. oh i thought I he think. did oh i don't know i mean he, i'm sure he at some point he sort of owns it right right you gotta own it yeah that's how you get back at the you reclaim mm-hmm. the word yeah and he's forgotten his name like he's forgotten his life that he used to he's a little oh. hobbit boy there's a a store who lived in the vale of anduin 
I think. Uh, it's across the mountains. Uh, okay. From... So is he good? He wasn't good. He strangled his best friend over the one ring. Cool. Deagle. So how does it go? How does the date go? Do they fuck? Oh, no. I okay. mean, w- would they? Could you? I mean, maybe Huey's just like, I'll so throw him a pig. Okay, so I mean... probably Huey makes like, can Green Lantern make like green oh, versions of himself? Like hard like, light constructs. Yeah. yeah okay. okay, so he makes like one of those and just kind of like, it's like a hollow deck episode where he just like leads Gollum Ew. along. I mean, he like projects it into the bedroom with Gollum. Yeah, and okay. then just like closes wow. his eyes and thinks of Huey must really like the cousin. He owes him cousin. a real big favor. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah this they, is big. Yeah, is he getting were... is he getting like something back? Is, he, is there a kickback? Is he getting paid for well, this? Well, it's a love. State? It's a love triangle. He's actually in love with, with the, the guy. Uh, that's great. Yeah. So I love the whole, this. The whole time he's thinking of uh, the Gollum's cousin. Who is surprise De- cameo from? Deagle. Mm. His cousin. Surprise cameo from? Figment from the Epcot Center at Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> the big purple dinosaur. He's a lantern? He's a lantern. Yeah, Figment the lantern. So here's a question about lanterns. Why is there a power ring based? Is there a fucking lantern at any point in the... Yeah, that's how they recharge their rings. They stick it into a lantern. Yeah, it's dumb. You're looking at me like I'm making this up because it sounds like I'm making it up. Well, they were one of those like 1950s superheroes yeah, where right. it's just some guy did like a bunch of drugs Here's and it was like, shit, yeah. brick man, he's made of bricks. <laughs> yeah, and then he's got a friend who's on fire all the time. <laughs> and then a guy who can, man, I wish I could stretch and I wish my wife would shut the fuck up sometime. I wish she wasn't even around. Make her invisible. Yeah, thing. perfect. Um, yeah, so yeah, this is sort of that whole, yeah, it's, it's a mishmash of like lanterns, rings, batteries. They're in space. They're an army. There's a square squirrel there there's a squirrel green lantern okay are are you talking about the green lantern are you still talking about the date uh all of this i think the date's over Gollum got what he wanted uh huey lewis got closer to figment yeah i think it's just good on everybody's part right i mean i guess it it was kind of a roundabout and kind of uncomfortable way to get where you're going sure but you know nobody feels good about it sometimes in life you do what you need to do so do you here's a question do you think Gollum keeps calling him back uh maybe well i think we sussed that one out (laughs) Did we? Great wheel segment. I feel real uncomfortable by everything we just talked about. (laughs) Right now, we are going to have a little bit of bare naked males. If you want to give us some bare naked males, you can email us. Our email address is it's all been done at. Nope. It's all been done podcast at at gmail.com. Our question is we comes from James. James asked the following question. This is the Star Trek dork in me. But which job would each member have if the band was on the Starship Enterprise, original or next gen? Ooh. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to bring up a list of uh, I, Starship Enterprise. I know what I know. Well, but I don't. I know <laughs> where they're working on the Enterprise D and looking for stuff. I sang myself into a corner. (laughs) I don't. I want you to know that this entire time, Evan's eyes have been wide, and I think he spontaneously started sweating. I really got myself into a, yeah, I was pretty. I want you to know what popped up as soon as I searched Google for Starship Enterprise Jobs. Jobs near Columbus, Ohio. Waitress at Starship Billiards in Springfield, Illinois. (laughs) Why? Um, I don't know. How can you... Oh, departments and positions on the USS Enterprise. Cool. Okay, so uh, you got to go through them. Are we doing... Are we including Steve? Yeah, sure. Okay, so Steve's job is what? 
Uh, well, Steve, I feel like Steve and Ed are signed up kind of together. If Steve's part of the band, uh huh, then yeah. okay, we're doing uh, 1994. We're doing yeah. uh, Born on a Pirate Ship. Uh, Born on ladies. a Pirate Ship. So go ahead. Um, so Steve, I feel like would be a. Oh, he'd be one of the fucking. I don't want to make him captain because that's can, just that's just too easy. Can we have two captains? We can't. No. Well, it'd be if we were going to do that. It'd be Steve would be the captain and and Ed would, uh, be, second Ed would be first officer. First officer. Number one, if you will. Okay. Uh, but I'm thinking that uh, Steve would be some sort of like. Uh, He'd be one of the guys, and I'm not sure. They're, like, they're usually lieutenants who sit at the front of the thing and pilot, like Jordy and Data usually do. Okay. So Steve would be. I believe that's helm and navigation. Helm and navigation. Okay. So Steve would be at the helm. Okay. Ed would be navigating because I know Ed does more, did more of the business aspect now, of the band. Which one is the chief helm officer? Or are they both just regular helm officers? They are. Steve would be the chief helm officer. Okay, and Ed is helm officer. Ed is helm officer. Yikes. Okay, so neither of them are the captain, the command. Well, I mean, I don't... I, that would be too easy. Okay, so Steve would be the captain and Ed would be the XO. Okay, but I mean, we don't have to. I'm just curious as to and who's going to fill that position. after Steve is killed by an alien... Uh-huh. ...randomly, because that's usually how people on Star Trek die. Okay. Just fucking randomly when their character leaves the show. Is that real? Yeah, like Tasha Yar just gets blown up by a fucking like Denise Crosby's character gets shot by like a goo alien. That sucks. And like Jadzia Dax on DS9, her character just gets murdered by a villain just because she didn't want to be on the show anymore because she was being sexually harassed by Rick Berman. Yikes! But they couldn't like make it a dramatic arc like this. It's just like a random dude shoots. Usually, them. that's how it happens. They die like like. When the main crew dies, they die like red shirts. Yeah. Wow, that just sucks. Sudden, just suddenly. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Tyler. Tyler, stop doing okay. this. <laughs> oh hey, gosh, actually, Tyler's Tyler's chief engineer. I'm gonna dip Tyler's, in as well. Tyler's a Jordy LaForge. Wait, what? Oh, a chief engineer. Yeah. Okay. He is running the engine. He is keeping the beats going. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa! We can't sustain <laughs> these pressures down here. Uh, I'm gonna. I didn't do this, and I'm going to do this as well. Um, I think that uh, Steve and uh, Steve is the uh yeah i say steve is the commanding officer and and uh and ed is the xo you think tyler is the what'd you say chief engineer chief engineer like scotty or jordy i think he or is the trip i'm gonna say he's the chief security officer or o'brien tyler yeah hmm. he uh you know protects vital areas against internal attack he investigates crime he repels attackers i think that's what he does he's the big boy he's the I, muscle he's muscle i like how we've made this thing for tyler where he's the not, big boy of the band. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like the, the dwarf. Bat. He's the, the fighter. The dwarf. He's the. <laughs> You're right. We keep saying because he's the the big boy I of the band. I was thinking more. He plays the drums, which is the foundation of the band. I know okay. people say the bass is the foundation of the band, but without a beat. Well, let's get to bass. Jim. Jim Cregan. What he do? Oh gosh. Ah, oh, God. I feel like Jim Cregan is like a Charles Barkley character, where he's on the engineer. What? Not. Charles Barkley Charles was Barkley. on Star Trek. Not Charles Barkley. No, please let me have my dream. Okay, Charles Barkley. Okay, very good. Thank you. When he was uh, masquerading as an alien. Okay. Um, I think it's Barkley is his last name, but I don't remember. I don't know if it's Charles is his first name, but he's an engineer. He's an engineering officer who plays with uh, uh, the hollow deck a little bit. Too. Okay. Uh, I think Jim is chief medical officer. Why? Uh, he looks like he would be a doctor. Oh, so you're gonna put him? You're gonna make him an alien? I yeah, think, I think Jim would definitely be an alien. Like he would be some sort of he'd be like a on the new disco disco discovery Star Trek discovery. They've got STD that um is what we call it. No, we don't. 
<laughs> um, who is that guy who plays? We've gotten into a place where I don't know anything, and you are welcome to every show that I do with you <laughs> with the bare naked ladies. You know as much as I do about the bare naked ladies. Not true. Yes, you do. Not true. Okay, but fake name you. one thing I know that you don't know. <laughs> one thing that wait what <laughs> that you know that I don't. Yep, name one. Uh, I dare you. Your favorite food. I mean, about the bare naked ladies. Their favorite foods. I don't know their favorite food. You told me that pad thai was Jim's favorite. So you know it. Therefore, shit, fuck, <laughs> damn it. So I feel like Jim would be—he'd be all made up because he's got. I feel like Jim has a good body type for an alien. Yeah. So he'd be like a science officer, in my opinion. Tall, lanky. Okay. He'd be like some guy who, uh, you know, he's got a tall, lanky build. I bet the makeup with the loaf would look good on him. Where the they just loaf? they slather on that meatloaf. What does that mean? Make his nose look real weird. Give him weird ears. Ugh. Maybe some teeth. Who knows? Slather on the meatloaf. Is that what they call it on Star no. Trek? No, okay. that's what that's what. Um. All right, and finally, Kev. Kevin is ship's counselor. Obviously, ship's counselor. Obviously, he's a Betazoid. He can read. He's an empathy. He's Ugh. empathetic. I think he is a civilian chef on the USS Enterprise. Okay, that's good. That's good. He. Why? Why do you think he'd be particularly good at making food? And that's the funny thing, is they have replicators. Yeah, what? Why is there a chef? Well, my idea is that replicators are like cafeteria food. Like you're oh, going to get, I mean, okay. you're, you're going to get something, but sure, it's sure. not going to be like real good. Sure, 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 so sure. So sometimes you want to go to 10 forward. And then the thing is they go to 10 forward and they just replicate shit for That's them. so like dumb. Have, like, okay. Nobody's out there. Guinan isn't making fucking food for them. She's like tending bar. There's no cooks there. That's so bizarre. But Star there are cooks weird. Like, out in Deep Space Nine, there are cooks and things like that. And um, replicators. Yeah, I think they're great. <laughs> Okay, great. We needed more of them. We're out. <laughs> All right. Uh, now's be the now's be the point in time where we'd read an iTunes review, but we don't have any iTunes reviews. So, so I have. That's do we, it. Do we still have to do keep doing this segment if we never get iTunes? No. Reviews? Hey, let's stop. We're done. Now, when we get an iTunes review, I'll say it. Well, then it's just understood that we don't. It's have understood it. that we never that no one ever reviews oh, our podcast yeah. again. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, you can review us on iTunes if you want. You can find us on there. You can get with us on Facebook. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Twitter. We're at Bin Done Pod. We actually just had a very nice person uh, message. Where the fuck did I put my phone? Oh, here it is. Bizarro Saker put it up his butt. <laughs> we just had a very nice person message us on Twitter. Uh, that person would be Dan Blake. I think we've actually answered a question from Dan Blake before. Um, and he wanted us to know that uh, we don't know what a garbage plate is. Garbage plates do not have sour cream. Uh, just FYI, we talk about how Tyler would run a garbage plate restaurant uh-huh. in Rochester, New York. I don't, I actually don't know what garbage plates are. Garbage plate is when you have French fries and then you just like load it up with like banana peppers and chili. And I thought there would, might be, there might be Dan, there might be some sour cream. Yeah. I feel like a, that's like a regional variation. I feel like we're in the Midwest, yeah. so we're going to put cream on everything. Yeah. I think and that cheese. all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, if yeah. there's not, if it's not half dairy, then it's not anything we're eating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You want to load some like fucking nacho cheese on there. You want to yeah. put some sour cream on there. Yeah. If there ain't no sour cream on my garbage plate, I ain't that's right. eating it. You want to grate an entire block of cheddar cheese. Uh, Dan says he'll also buy us one to make our mouths happy and our arteries sad. Good well, show as always. Thank what a nice you, thing to Dan. say. Where does Dan live? Uh, Dan lives in Albany, New York. Okay. I just outed his first name, last name and location. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. You have it public on Twitter. Uh, okay. Uh, Dan, thanks for writing in. You can get with us again at Ben Dunn Pod on Twitter where it's all been done and Ladies podcast on Facebook. Are we? Have. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't even. Don't. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. What are you plugging? Oh, no. He's going <laughs> to bomb. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
I think I gave him tuberculosis with that question. I got the Burks. I'm going to die. I'm coughing up blood. F, we did it again. You know what? I'm going to plug vaccines. Oh, me too. Because they are fucking great. Get vaxxed. Get motherfucker. Vaxxed. Get great. Uh, okay, well, that's that. That's vax. That's vax. <laughs> I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in, in one vax. Week.